0: Welcome back to the Age Gap Realness Podcast. You have Natalie Workman here today and my lovely guest, partner in crime, and just about everything else,
1: Brandon Dawson in the house.
0: We have the B. Dawson voice because he is prepping for his B. Dawson show right after this. So are we getting business with Brandon guy right now?
1: I try to be whatever Brandon you need me to
0: be. Oh, sometimes you're just like my little show monkey. I just... (laughs) Tell you what I want, and
1: I want to be snap your of the fingers. Your Oprah, Brandon.
0: You're Oprah, Brandon. What does that mean?
1: Give you good life advice.
0: Mm. You kind of are. What is it, Yoda? Does Yoda give like sage advice? I never watched Star Wars. Is that Yoda? Will's yeah. nodding his head. Yes. You're kind of like my Yoda.
1: I'm, I'm your Yoda.
0: Yeah, you're just cuter and less <laughs> green.
1: Right. I forget how Yoda talked. What
0: was that? <laughs> no, I think doesn't he's like.
1: Do with it
0: <laughs> now. Is that, is that now do with <laughs> it. No, no, no. <laughs> he's like the little short green guy. That
1: he's like. I thought he, talked like he talks. Oh, a he talks raspy in raspy voice.
0: Maybe he does, but it's more. He like talks in not riddles. Oh, those,
1: no, that's that's a uh, winner Oh, now that was Will saying thumbs up.
0: Oh, okay. So. Don't oh, su- no, 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 do these.
1: You need to do things better. You need to succeed.
0: No, he'd say succeed. You need to. Oh. He's cuz he talks in opposites. Can you say succeed you need to? Succeed, you need to. Nailed it. Here's that was awesome. Force. I'm so impressed right now. I didn't even know you had this talent.
1: <laughs> I forgot. I was a little All kid this when time. I watched it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we haven't watched the new recent ones. You always give me shit about that. I, I think, it's, even a great, the I think it's a great I think it's a great analogy
1: though. P- everyone has the force. Like if you're focused on what you want to accomplish, you're intentional about it and you manifest it, it will happen. Tell me more. We'll have that choice. Yeah,
0: I agree. I don't really watch it, but I.
1: The power, of I'm jazzed by your energy right now. The power of manifestation.
0: All right. Is that what we're going to talk about today on if the podcast? you think it
1: and you talk about it and you stay focused on it and you strive for it, you will materialize it.
0: I think everybody has magic.
1: I do too. I believe that.
0: Good. I like when we're on the same page. What are we talking about on the today show? Today, we're going to be talking about bad advice we received in our 20s. Mm hmm.
1: You can't do it. Don't ever try. Give up. Conceive. Oh, my gosh. Conform. Be late to work. Don't study how to do better at the job. Be a victim at the place you work. <laughs> blah, ho, ho, blah. You mean that kind of advice?
0: This is unreal. This isn't going to go Yoda down <laughs> as my favorite podcast yet. This is freaking awesome. Bad,
1: bad advice. Bad advice Yoda we advice.
0: received in our 20s. Yoda can come in. I think you should say it like every single piece we have in the Yoda voice and then we'll talk about it. How does that sound? Uh, uh, okay. Okay. So the first piece of bad advice that I received when I was in my 20s and... I will note that I'm still in my 20s, and I just received this advice from another group of women who were in their 20s two weeks ago. Mm. They said at this conference I was at that money does not matter. Mm. Chase your dreams. Do what you want. Do things with other people. Don't focus on money. Money doesn't matter. And I was sitting here in this audience – luckily nobody was writing things down which is a whole nother thing we actually talked about that in our podcast last week where you should write good advice down and make sure that you're ingratiating the person who's saying it in this particular case i felt very gleeful that nobody in the audience was writing down money doesn't matter just chase your dreams because it's terrible advice people in their 20s should understand that money does matter and should understand not to chase after things, not to get the Gucci bag or the Louis Vuitton this or whatever. But if money doesn't matter,
1: you can't get the Gucci bag.
0: But my point is it's not necessarily, money doesn't matter because you should chase those things or not chase those things. I don't put value around what the thing is. The reason money matters is because it's your ability to create value and to structure how you learn and how you do things in an economy, in a world where you exchange your value for other things that are of value. I exchange my knowledge for a paycheck. I exchange my paycheck for things that bring value to me, like whatever those things are, if they're charity events or if they're uh, shoes, like whatever I, ma- whatever I think matters is irrelevant to the fact that you need to be thinking about why money does matter in the context of how you create value
1: people who say money doesn't matter are justifying standing in front of a room of people that have no money so if you had a lot of money you wouldn't stand in front of people and talk about money doesn't matter you would talk about the need for fueling the fire for living your cause how can you impact your cause if you don't have fuel to the fire if you don't have money how do you help other people how do you take care of your parents how do you take care of your airline trip somewhere so you can go do a cause like money matters the only people that talk about money not mattering are people that don't have money like otherwise you would re- recognize how much money matters if I'm talking in front of 50 people and I want to be impactful I want to talk in front of 5,000 people but that means I got to rent a bigger space I got to provide food and beverage I got to be able to to pay for the audio system I can't just sit up there and squeak with my voice so at the there's
0: end- there's no such thing as a free lunch very first thing I ever learned in – econ econ 101 they open the whole entire course by saying there's no such thing as a free lunch somebody even if your events are sponsored even if you're Somebody's running a, a charity a non-profit somebody is paying and that person has to make money so make the money figure out like control that yourself figure out how to do things that add leverage to or an edge to the business activities into the career that you're going into.
1: I I have two very specific examples. Okay. Um, You're only allowed to share one. No, no. I'm going to, one's relative (laughs) to you, but this, I remember my EVP, Uh her first day on the job as Mm -hmm. an intern 15 years ago, sat down in front of me and said, money isn't really what's important to me. Loving my job is. And I said, that's awesome, Misty. So why don't you pack your stuff up and why don't you leave my office? And when you're serious about your career, I want you to come sit back down or don't come back at all. And she said, excuse me. And I said, if you don't want to be paid for the value that you contribute, if you don't believe that you're going to contribute so much to this organization, you should be fairly compensated for it. Yes. Then I don't want you working here. If you come and sit down and say, I'm going to bust my ass, I'm going to cr- create a huge impact on this organization, and I want to be treated fairly for that, then we have something to talk about. Because everything else she talked about, I'm excited to do with you. But until you change your attitude about money, I can't depend on you. She was like, are you serious? I said, get your stuff and leave. She came back a half hour later. She's been with me 15 years. She made millions of dollars or a million dollars in the sale of the business, over a million. And, and she's never acted like money matters. but I assure you, She's always been treated fair, and 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 I think she would say that if she was sitting here. The second story I have is um, you. Yeah. And uh-huh. you can tell it. Go ahead. Are
0: you going to talk about the nonprofit?
1: Yeah. Story. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The very first thing that I told you that I wanted to do in my career was run a nonprofit. I was serving homeless people under the bridge at that point. My mom kind of wrangled me into actually getting a job one summer. And the first thing that I said was, I want to run a nonprofit. And you said, great, how are you going to fund it? And I said, I'm going to run events. And I'm going to collect people's money in order to fund these projects that I want to do. And you said, why would you ever put yourself in a position where you have to depend on other people in order to make your dreams work? And like, mind blown, mic drop. I'd never thought about it that way, like why it, from a if you're going to create a nonprofit, figure out an economic model where you can take a portion of something that does create monetary means and put that to the nonprofit work that you want to do. But don't just start a nonprofit and then start asking people for money to fund your cause. Nobody nobody wants to give to somebody in, in many cases where they're just asking for your money. Like, how are you putting your skin in the game and how are you creating value to where you're funding it? Like Tom's was genius because somebody buys a pair of shoes, they make money, and then they give a pair of shoes. There's a one-to-one ratio there. And it doesn't have to be one-to-one always, but 80% of it can make money. 20% of it, you give away, like whatever that threshold is. But if your overall, if your 100% is only, a million dollars, you only have 200000 to give if you want the 80-20 rule. If you have a billion dollar organization, all of a sudden that 20% is a huge impact that you can make and you can, you can impact more people. And if the point really is impacting more people, this is another thing you taught me, you have to have money to do it. If I want to impact millions of people, I have to have likely millions of dollars in order to fund that initiative, in order to do those things things that I want to do in order to create the the magnitude of mission that I'm looking for. I've had this
1: conversation with a lot of people and and here's here's the harsh, cold reality Let's hear it. of using everyone else's money mm. for your platform. Yeah. Um, once they're disinterested or they get interested in something different, you lose those supporters. Once you're no longer in the picture, if you're really about impact and you're really serious about creating a a movement or uh, a um, long-term initiative and you're completely and entirely interdependent on everyone else because you don't have any money in the game, you will eventually have whatever you're doing go away mm-hmm. because you can't fund it. You mm-hmm. can't afford it. Um, and I watch that mistake. I've watched so many great uh, charitable concepts get go away three years, four years, five years later because People that have the money have so many choices of things they want to support. And just because you're passionate about something, if you're not so committed to it that you're willing to monetize any of it, mm-hmm. then people will stop believing that you're that serious about it. So, you know, here here's a harsh, cold reality. If you want to be able to create a huge impact, you want to be able to have a voice, you want to be able to create a mission or a vision, and you want that to be purposeful, put your skin in the game. you got to be able to self-fund it. Mm -hmm. Then you know you're not interdependent on anybody. The best organizations to support, in my opinion, are ones that don't need my money. They're the ones that want me to align with their philosophy and their mission and that they offer back to me something I can believe in that they're so dedicated in supporting and behind it that they're willing to put their own money in the game. And then they attract a lot of money. But when you have none of your own money and people go, well, that's money is not everything. I'll put my work in. Yeah. Well, you know, there's lots of charitable organizations where people put more than just their effort in.
0: But if you're a hundred thousand dollar employee, you putting your work in versus if you're a five hundred thousand dollar employee, you putting your work in, you're still money matters because the the value of what you've learned, the value of your skill set is then transitioned into the charitable work that you're doing, like you're still you're still bringing money. Somebody who has never made $10,000 in their life is not going to bring the same value to a nonprofit organization or to a mission or a cause as somebody who has figured out the value of money and how to transition that into what they're trying to do. Look,
1: I admire and appreciate anybody who dedicates their time, energy, and effort to charitable organizations. Absolutely. So I, and and you don't have to have all this money. You can dedicate your time. You can dedicate whatever you have, right? And that's amazing. It's admirable. But here's my point. If you believe in it so much, wouldn't you rather, given the choice, position yourself where you could self-fund it so it could live forever versus having it underfunded because most of these charitable organizations when the market contracted in 08 or 09 and 10 75 percent of these charitable organizations went out of business Mm -hmm. because the people that had the money had to put the money in things that they needed to put the money in in order to survive well now with the new tax codes too your donations to charitable organizations are limited Mm -hmm. so at the end of the day especially in states where you pay state income tax so People, generally speaking, will give less of their own money. So if you really believe in what you believe in, and you're so committed to it, then find a way for you to self-fund it and allow people to come alongside and compliment it. Which, No.
0: no matter what means, whatever your vision is, whatever it is that you're doing to chase your dreams, money does matter. Like It matters, period, end of story. You can fight it, you can think whatever you want, but at the end of the day, it matters, and you're not gonna be able to do those things at the scale that you could do them if you did change your belief around money mattering. The second piece of bad advice that both of us received in our 20s was to stay in school no matter what. Stay in school. Stay in school. Go to college. Get higher education. Stay in school. Like that was a resounding thing for both of us. And I don't think that either one of us are anti going to school. I don't think that either one of us believe that there's no value in it. I went to college for three and a half years, I'm one term away from not graduating. But there's, you know, I I believe that I shouldn't graduate because I don't. There's no value. There's no continued value in me being able to do that. But there the there is bad advice to say stay in school even if you have work opportunities that would allow you to jumpstart your career. Stay in school, and that's just it's terrible advice.
1: So here's where I think. <clears throat> If you're not on a mission and you don't have a cause and you're just floating around, you might as well stay in school and get your degree because at least you have a fighting chance of getting a job because you're already a mediocre person. Like if you're just if it's you're true. just floating around, right? If you're if you're on a mission to build something or you're on a mission to do, conquer something or to do something or you believe so much in what you're doing that you have to get going and doing it. And look at some of the greatest entrepreneurs, Zuckerberg. Those I i don't think he finished college did he no i mean did steve jobs no so like to me though the difference between those guys and the average person is like i hate school i don't like going to school i'm you know i'm not good in school i just don't want to go to school well you should probably stay in school because you're going to treat your career and your job like that too and you're probably not going to get one a good one
0: yeah the advice is more so around stay in school even if you have other opportunities that can push your career forward and if you have those other opportunities and it aligns with as we talked about on the last episode who the career person is that you want to be how you make money in 10 years from now and you have this opportunity take the opportunity forego continuing to learn about how to make an opportunity go from an opportunity to an actual something that has been created and go do it. Like, I, I can
1: lean into the opportunity. Look, I, I had this direct conversation with your mother. Yeah. Because the summer that my assistant of six or seven years' husband was diagnosed with terminal cancer, she said to me, I have to leave and take care of my husband. And I they were dear friends of mine. They're dear friends of mine. And the only person working with her that stood between the success of my meeting where I had 1,400 people coming – And all the authors I was working with was her assistant that was helping her for the summer, which was you. Mm -hmm. And I said to you, can you pick up where she left off with these people? Because I needed to make sure. Now, you're talking about Jim Collins, one of the most brilliant minds in business. John Maxwell, number one leadership guru in the world. Story Musgrave, the only astronaut that flew all five space shuttles, built, deployed, and fixed Hubble. Mm -hmm. Like These are brilliant people. And all of a sudden, instead, this goes back to the previous episode where you didn't look at me and go, well, I'm intimidated. I don't think I, you said, yes, I'll do it. I'll interface with them. Every one of them enjoyed working with you so much. They all said over a period of time, like, do you want to come work with our group? Do you want to come work with us? Well, to me, I said to you, these authors are telling me she's on top of everything. She's timely. She's got great communication skills. And I said to you, I know you're supposed to go back to school. But I'm going to be working with these authors on a whole bunch of business initiatives over the next six months to a year. Um, if you want, you can continue to run point on this. And you said yes. And your mom called, and she was like, "But she's got to finish school. She has all this opportunity." And I'm, I said, "This is a lifetime." I'm like,
0: "Well, that's not exactly how it went. You, well, it was kind of like, well, it's well, not really exactly how it went. You were went. you." I think that this is kind of a moot point, but to finish your story, you gave me the opportunity to continue working while I was in school and yeah. then the work became so compelling that I had to either give up yeah. school well, or I, right, but, but you your didn't mom you called? didn't you didn't ask my mom. Like no, I made no, the decision called? to stop school.
1: I, I okay, maybe I misspoke. What I'm saying though is your mom called me when you made that decision. I didn't make it with you. You know, you I know You came to me and said, like I've I dropped out need of school. To go all in.
0: No, I didn't come to you with any decision. I told you that I dropped out of school. I walked in your office and said I dropped out of school. I you sure had no idea it. that that I had. Done I did. It. I
1: think I asked you why you dropped out of school. I think I was probably upset because I knew your mom was gonna. Yeah,
0: beat but, me up. But the point is, even if. School's a good thing. Learning is a good thing. Did I just try to? Yeah, take you credit totally for you? tried to take credit for right. well, my idea I, I, to drop out of see, school. See, that's called
1: reframing everybody. That's exactly this what it's This is what happens. Does. You try to convince somebody down the road it was your good idea.
0: It was not his idea. It was entirely my you idea. Did come I in did and not tell ask me. for your permission. I didn't ask for your support. I okay, just... can
1: I go to the part where your mom called me though? So she gave me all the reasons why your decision, yes. was a bad decision. Yes. And although, maybe in the moment I agreed with her because you're so close to finishing your schooling. I also said to your mom, "You could spend the next five years in school learning about all these people, or you could spend the next six months working directly with them. Which way are you going to learn more?" And she, you know, she, she still was, isn't she still does not she agree wasn't with happy she with that But the point is, you said yes, and you did it, and you impressed all of them and me, which is what's most important.
0: All right. Should we move on to point number three? Is this show about me? I It, it might be now. Yeah. We need to move to number three so that we can after, after get everyone. you in business branded mode so that you can crush your b Dawson Do
1: you show. have any other things I can take credit for? Uh, No. Any other poor decisions that were my good decisions?
0: Another piece of bad advice that is out there is that the most important thing in your 20s are your friends and your experiences and the thing in going out and having happy hour and really connecting and all of these things that don't actually contribute to who you want to be or what you want to do when you're 30, 40, 50, 60, 70. Like they're drinking too much and partying too much. Both of us skip those phases in our lives because we were focused on creating value and building into a bigger dream. And I think that there's still such bad, resounding advice out there that people in their 20s should just live it up and YOLO every single weekend, right? Like that's such a huge thing. Do you actually know what YOLO means? No idea. Really?
1: Nope, never (laughs) YOLOed.
0: YOLO is an acronym that stands for you only live once. So like people will say like, yolo and then they're like jump off a house into a swimming pool like you only live once so you might as well do it and i agree with that in some context like you only live once so go all in in what you want to be doing with your life not go all in because you want to like do 15 beer bongs is that even what they're called beer bongs i never i've no I no still have never done one
1: I'm, unfortunately be, it's, for me, I it's not beer
0: pong stuff. it's beer bo- is that right okay well will's helping us out on this one point being your friends aren't the most important. Your social life isn't the most That's important what, thing when that you're in your twenties. Will's 20s.
1: t-shirt says YOLO. Like I never knew what that meant. I thought it was a brand.
0: No, uh, but Drake has a song called YOLO. You actually really like the song. Oh, you just yeah. never knew what it was saying. Never
1: what it, yeah, never knew. That's.
0: But when you're when you're in your twenties, your friends, your connections, your your social life is not the most important thing. And if you can figure out what it is that you're wanting to do and the impact that you're wanting to make, the sooner the better and not place such a high priority on the social aspect of your life. I If
1: I, again, I always love this phrase. If I got a dollar for every person that you came to You need to through, kind of drop this phase. Okay, you keep, you've, said this a, a lot. If I get a penny.
0: No, just like we understand. Like, L- just me, how about you say it like this? People tell this to me quite often and then just go into your point. I'm not going to say
1: that. I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. My observation over the course of all the years of building my business and everybody comes in and they want to be part of the social hour in the business and they want to be part. They sit around, they gossip, they generally start talking about things they don't like or they talk about people they don't like and they start drinking. And then what happens is everyone in the company hears everything that they say because the little ecosystem and they are screwing themselves out of great opportunities because more often than not, they're too transparent about what they think and what they're doing or they're drunk or whatever. Like just avoid all that. Be serious about what you, like have your friends.
0: And have fun, like enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself,
1: but remember. But do it with intent. The people you're spending your time with are either bringing you down or pulling you up. Mm -hmm. So here's a good question in every test of everything that you're gonna do. Am I doing it with people that are pulling me up or am I doing it with people that are bringing Mm -hmm. me down? Mm -hmm. And here's the the answer. If there isn't an intentional pulling you up, Mm then they are bringing you down.
0: Mm -hmm. And will you want to be having this activity as a routine in 10 years from now? Like if you have the same Friday through Sunday routine of going out, getting drunk, hanging out with the exact same friends, never having added anything substantive to that routine, it's the same exact thing over and over again. When you're young, you think that you're just going to be doing this when you're young and that when you become an adult later when you get into when you develop that those activities and those habits and routines go away but the truth is when you set those patterns when you so finally groove who you're doing things with and how you're doing them that's that's what you're going to be continuing to do. You're not just going to drop those habits when you're 30. Well, you're not your going to drop it when you're 40.
1: That'll be your reputation.
0: Yeah, it it, it, it that pattern and grooves you know itself over and over and over o- again. Over my
1: career, you'd see that at customer engagements. And after a couple drinks, people would forget that they're at customer events and they would revert back to their behavior when they're all hanging out and then they do something stupid and then we have a performance improvement conversation or we fire them and then People around them say, oh, that was dumb. Why would they do it? Because that's, the, that's what they've been doing. Like they, you know, just switching on and off, especially after a drink or two, then this is not an alcohol thing. Like I no. think people should do whatever they want to do and do it responsibly. But at the end of the day, when you groove your behavior, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you find yourself in your mid-30s doing the same thing that you're doing in your 20s. With
0: the same people. With some and of you the same can't people. add people Or to that. worse,
1: with the new people in your new career who look at you like a fool.
0: Yeah, we've had a lot of that.
1: And we've I've seen this over and over, and there's always a pattern that gets created. So here's the question I would like to ask the people listening to this. If you fast forward 10 years from now, and you identified one person that you could say, in 10 years, I would like people to take me as serious as that person, or as successful, be as successful as that person, or have the impact that person's had, whatever it is, just find the characteristics that you so admire. And if you don't have somebody like that, search them out and then say, what do I need to start doing today? What do I need to read? What do I need to watch? What do I need to understand and develop? What what classes do I need to enroll myself in? Mm-hmm. Should I become an expert at, at structuring uh, uh, Excel? And should I do this? And even though it's not part of my current career, the people that I've seen succeed never acknowledged that their current career only allows them to do the limited stuff. They are in they are seeking for something bigger and they have something they're moving to that they have in their mind. Who is that to you? And if you don't have that person, you're drifting. You're just drifting. And so you're either intentional or you're drifting. Mm-hmm. And people who drift find themselves as victims more often than not.
0: This goes into my last piece of bad advice, which is uh, can you do it in the other voice? Keep your expectations
1: low. Expect oh, that wasn't it. Uh, expectations below. That sounded more like a Western Yoda. I, I lost my Yoda voice.
0: Oh, Yoda's left the building. Piece of bad advice. Keep your expectations low in the career or the job you're about to take on. Don't think that you're going to rise to the top and you're going to oh, have a corner treat. office. Oh, Make yes. sure that you just kind of fit in with everybody else. Oh, and Get along to go along. Exactly. Screw that. Forget that. Don't keep your expectations low. There's no reason, and we talked about age on a couple podcasts ago. There's no reason that your age should stop you when you're young from being able to have The type of career and build into the type of career that you want to have. There are countless examples of young people out there who crush it regardless of how old they are. So take that example and do the things that they're doing because your expectations can be high that you you can do those things. Those aren't off limits for you. You're able to. You're competent. It's not about your age. It's about how you show up, how you engage, how you navigate situations, how you problem solve every single day.
1: I have watched for years the smart people in the company schedule a half hour meeting with Mason to ask him what kind of things did you do? Mason is how the president you of Audigy Group First job he had, mm-hmm. I recruited him uh, outside of his going to school and working mm-hmm. um, and Mason can walk you through this is how I got Brandon's attention here's the behaviors here's some of the dumb things I did But but more often than not He can walk them through here is how I continued to impress and show up to impress and to demonstrate like coming in at five in the morning, staying till 10 o'clock at night. I never told him to do that. Mm -hmm. But the reason he got promoted over and over and over because he was always willing to challenge himself and do things. Then those same smart people would come into me and they'd say. What were the things you expected from Mason? How did he know that you would admire those things? How did he – I say he wouldn't ask. He'd just continue to perform. And then when I'd say you're doing a great job, he'd say, how can I improve? How can I get better? And the smart people would then take those notes, and then they would do those things in the business. And invariably, they get recognized. Mm -hmm. The people who demand that they get promoted but don't have the law of curiosity – to ask Mason, how did you excel in the organization? Or even ask me, what were the attributes that you appreciated and admired that you promoted him over and over and over? Eight times. Eight different promotions every time he had different bosses. For someone to map against that, they're going to succeed in an environment a lot more than people that just show up and leave and go do the happy hour and talk about how it sucks that they're not getting a promotion.
0: It's just totally having a different mind space it's just you have to be in an entirely different place mentally to show up in a way of saying i'm going to come in i'm going to give my best every single day because i'm building into something and you have to have that fire and that grit to not accept that your expectations should be low like mason didn't come in expecting that he was just going to call people every single day for the rest of his life like he he had a different vision. You had a different vision when you were in your 20s. I had a very different vision when I was starting my career. And it, having low expectations, just don't listen to people who tell you you should because you don't have to. And if there are other people out there who have ever done anything amazing in their 20s or their 30s, which there are countless examples that that should allow you to be able to model do it too.
1: yourself after them. And if you want to be an executive at Nike, yourself. Find an executive in Nike and backtrack how they got there. What did they do? How did they impress? How did they dress to impress? How did they show up? Like, have a role model and be serious about it. And the earlier you learn to model those behaviors and do those things, the more success and abundance you'll create in your life.
0: I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, you've been a fabulous guest today. Is there anything you'd like to say in order to wrap her up?
1: Uh any nope. Yoda voice? on? No, I lost my... I don't know what happened, but I oh, think Yoda I went Yoda. away. I forgot what he sounded like.
0: All right. So to recap, the bad advice we received in our 20s, and this was really bad advice, and you should do the exact opposite of what I'm about to say. Bad advice number one, money doesn't matter. Another piece of bad advice, stay in school no matter what. Third piece, your friends are more important than blank. Your work, your opportunities, your future self... And lastly, keep your expectations low. Anybody who says any of those things, disassociate yourself. If it's your family, if it's your friends, if it's like really get those influences out of your life. If you ever hear those words, cut, be gone, done. You
1: can I make one?
0: You have to do one. it really quickly because we need to wrap up.
1: Okay. Here's what I recommend. Uh-huh. Every one of your listeners right now, take a pen out and write this down. Money doesn't matter in the absence of value. Money doesn't matter in the absence of value. The more value you create, the more money should flow to you. If you're not creating value, money doesn't matter.
0: I'll accept that as the close. That was pretty good. All right.
1: Bam. Have a My great God. week,
0: you guys. Thank you for listening to the Age Gap Realness Podcast. If you haven't already, subscribe. Uh, give us a like on YouTube. Maybe a comment. Give us feedback. Uh, a couple weeks back, we did a Q&A, and we are collecting questions for our next Q&A. So shoot us a question.